0: Hey, youngin', it's Unknown Redneck here. Just checking in with you and letting you know that we think that your podcast is pretty dang good down here at the Unknown Redneck's house. Cheryl listens to it while she washes dishes. Starla Jean listens to it on her way down to the Hardest when she makes them biscuits. And let me just tell you what, even old Kurt Angle, while he's got that old blue hair, listens to it on his video game player. Anyhow, good job, youngin'. We'll see you around, Unknown Redneck. You know where I am.
1: Welcome back, folks, to the Shift Ender Podcast. I'm your host, Drew McSalty. I want to give a big shout-out real quick to my buddy, Kevin, at Kevin's Podcast Show. Uh, just, I have many podcasts that I listen to on a daily basis, but he has quickly become my favorite. Right now, he's doing a 21-day challenge. He's doing 21 episodes with 21 minutes of content every day and doing a great job with it. Some really fun and entertaining stuff. So if you like podcasts, if you like political podcasts, if you just like to laugh... Go ahead and check out Kevin's podcast show. It's available on everything that mine's on, the Apple, the Anchor, the whole deal. So give him a shout, give him a like, give him some love. Folks, today I've got my partner Morton back here with me today. We're going to talk about a, a, uh, an article that I found. It was, uh, I can't remember where I found it. it some, a couple of people had it posted. It was about Mayor Bill de Blasio defending his the big pay gap in separating EMS from cops and fire. So we're going to have a little bit of opinion and conversation about that today.
0: All right. So in this article, Mayor de Blasio, who I'm going to go ahead and interject and say he's a tool, uh, says while he has a deep, deep respect for our EMTs and everyone who works at EMS, this is a quote he said, I think the work is different. We're trying to make sure people are treated fairly and paid fairly, but I do think the work is different. But it is a conversation that we continue to have with their representatives. Um, the contract has expired, and both of the uh, the unions up there are negotiating contract new contracts since just this past June.
1: Yeah, you could say different in, as far as the job goes. It's different because police and fire, the jobs that they do, they're provided with safety equipment (laughs) ways of defending themselves cops have uh, firearms tasers bulletproof vests you know handcuffs things that can you know incapacitate people to keep them a little safer fire department they have you know turnout gear and scbas to help them breathe and you know big giant trucks to drive around that are far less likely to get you killed than an ambulance so yeah the, the jobs are different. It's because ours is a lot less safe. We're built by we're we're riding around in something that's built by the lowest bidder, that's on a van chassis and has a you know either plywood or aluminum <laughs> box that's you know paper thin. So if you get hit, the thing's gonna shred and peel away. So I mean, as far as saying it's different, yeah, it's it's way different.
0: All right. So on the note of safety. In March of 2017, uh, there was an EMT up there who was killed on the job. She was murdered, I believe. I, I don't see it mentioned in I here. I think.
1: Yeah, I think it, she may have been murdered. or yeah. It wasn't an accident, that, yeah. I don't think. so. It wasn't natural causes. No. On
0: she was a 14-year veteran, and her pay was $48,153 a year. Keep in mind, this
1: is in the city of New York, which has an incredible cost of living. Yeah, just FYI for where we're from, forty eight thousand dollars at fourteen years is about what we would make and our cost of living is half what it is up there or less. Yes. Firefighters with five and a half years
0: on the job receive about thirty thousand, thirty five thousand dollars more if police officers with similar time pull down eighty five thousand two hundred and ninety
1: two. Could you imagine making eighty five thousand dollars where we are? Um, <laughs> I I'd be sad. I, I wouldn't do much else. I'd be in high cotton, but you'd have to drop kick the smile off my face. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you go to the training that we have compared to, say, police. I don't know how long they're, I think it's 16 weeks their academy is, you know. Yeah. To be an EMT alone is at least bare minimum two semesters by the time you do EMR and then basic EMT. And then another, I don't know, is it year or a semester for advanced EMT? I don't have a clue that was after my time but then you got a whole other year to be a paramedic and then you got at least another semester to be a critical care paramedic so i mean you can have up to two and a half three years just in actual time wrapped up in in education that doesn't count any gaps in between you know while you're living life working whatever you got to do and, and then you're you, paying out
0: of pocket for most of that
1: correct unless you are fortunate enough to work for somebody that will pay for your paramedic school and then then you're in an indentured servant for three or four years <laughs> indeed but i mean you've got like the fireside now granted their academies is what eight ten weeks it just depends on where you're at but they have a lot more levels that they can do i'll give i'll grant them that but it is nothing as involved and time consuming as ems is the fireside you can kind of do it on your own pace you know if i want to make a little more money i'll go get my instructor one or whatever you want to do
0: one thing that uh this article doesn't quite touch on but every time we make contact with a patient and we transport that patient to the hospital or even if we don't transport them, anytime we make contact with a person who's considered a patient that is that is a legal document that we fill out our patient care reports are legal documents and we're we're legally and ethically liable for what goes on with that person we can be and, you know, a world of hurt if we, you know, don't treat them appropriately, if we choose the wrong treatment or no treatment or there, there's just so much liability wrapped up in it. And I feel like that is certainly worth the appropriate amount of pay.
1: Well, I mean, you think about not not only the liability, but crap runs downhill in public safety. You know, when police don't know what to do with somebody, call an ambulance. Mm hmm. When fire goes, to pick somebody up out on the floor, and they don't, you know, they don't really feel like they're comfortable leaving them there. They don't know what to do with them. Call an ambulance. You know, you see somebody sleeping on the side of the road, call an ambulance. <laughs> yes. You know, somebody's taking a nap, it doesn't matter. You just call an ambulance. So, I mean, we 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 catch everything down here. Dispatch is the same way. You know, if, if they don't know what to do or who to send, send an ambulance. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Them boys on the squad, they're real smart. They, they figured out. They, they went to school. They have a lot of schooling. But I find it amazing that a person would even work EMS in New York City for forty-five thousand, forty-eight thousand, whatever it was dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, me personally, I make a lot more than that where we're from, and I guarantee you, our cost of living is half what it is up there. I, I, I know a guy shortly after nine eleven. We had a firefighter come down for a parade where in my hometown, and he made like sixty three thousand a year but and he was he was an engineer, and I was like, man, that's a lot of money because you know this is two thousand and one i'm thinking that's that's a that's bunch did, of money yeah I could live I could definitely live off that in two thousand and one and he said that that was was not a lot of money. He had to work several extra jobs he could barely afford a one bedroom apartment outside of the city. Mm. I was like, how in the world do you survive on that kind of money? I mean, if it's that expensive to live up there, why would you? Another thing that I looked at, talking about this de Blasio guy, from what I understand, I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a big Democrat, but... as so he of the, likes
0: to spend other people's money is that what you're saying? Correct, oh, correct. Okay. He just <laughs> apparently doesn't
1: like to give it to the U.S. <laughs> but uh, I, I looked at some data that what I could find was from 2010, and in 2010, there was just under 60,000, uh, I don't know if they're licensed, certified, whatever they do in New York State, uh, EMTs, paramedics, the whole deal. They had just under 60,000 in New York State. That sounds like about 60,000 votes against you.
0: <laughs> you might want to think about that.
1: I mean, granted, some of those are probably, you know, crossed with fire and, and whatnot, but uh, still, I mean. And, and all the people they talk
0: to how they influence the vote of their family members and their friends and the folks in their community.
1: Yeah, let's say every one of those knows four people. I mean, you know, quarter million votes goes a long way when it comes election time.
0: So I was going to add in here, the uh, one of the union representatives for the EMS side kind of sent a statement to the mayor. It said, our paramedic training is by far longer than any uniformed force in our city. We respond and engage side by side to the same incidents as our counterparts in the FDNY and the NYPD. Yet we are not compensated, or at least recognized as such. And I would imagine pretty much anybody working in public service across the board is, is going to be able to agree with that, that. You know, we're it's it's a group of three things that we're all interconnected. We all have similar goals, but you got one group that is just literally crapped upon.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, everywhere I've ever worked, part time, full time, whatever, it's always been the same. You know, you you always get crapped on. You get. I remember uh, a service that I worked for <laughs> sent us priority one to a panic alarm one time, and I was like, uh, "Did you advise a panic alarm or a medical alarm?" They're like that's a panic alarm. I said, "What?" Well, there's but they said, "We don't have any officers available right now." I was <laughs> like. Well, that's not my problem, man. I'm sorry, but <laughs> she's like, well, it was a medical alarm, also with it. I'm like, right, <laughs> but still, that's not what we do. If they're getting their butt
0: whooped right now, um, we're not the best people to be handling that scenario. Yeah, I mean,
1: you want to give me a taser and and a, a firearm and the, you know the equipment and safety stuff that I need? Sure, we'll do whatever you want to, but there's gonna be a bump and pay with it, also. Okay. Just a side note, as a little bit of a statistic, there is approximately 8.623 million people as of 2017 in New York City alone. That's not the state, that's just the city. That's 8.623 million chances of getting hurt or injured or cussed at, spit at, crapped upon, crap Rock-sided. thrown at you, yeah, <laughs> hitting an intersection. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a wad of people. Where we work, we've got roughly a half a million folks, and we get pretty overwhelmed at times, too. But that, I couldn't imagine making $48,000 a year. And I'm pretty sure FDNY runs about a million ambulance calls a year. It's somewhere in that realm. I can see that. That's a bunch. We did, like, 80000 last year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that that's a bunch.
0: All right, so... When the mayor was being interviewed about this, one of the reporters asked him how the pay disparity squared with his campaign platform, pledging greater social and economic fairness. So he's a hypocrite.
1: One, we determine that. And how do you even begin to talk right? about economic fairness? <laughs> uh, this
0: is going to get us on politics, which is probably going to have to be a whole another episode. Uh, I, I tell
1: you. If you're going to it public safety in general, it sucks. It it's rough, it's busy, it's dangerous for the most part for most people. And and you know, no disrespect to the the cops and the firefighters in New York City. They're busy. I mean, the firefighters up there, they're they're slinging some axes. I mean, they're really they're fighting fire and busting down doors, dragging people out, the whole deal. The cops up there, they're dealing with crap like everybody else does. But the EMS is catching all that crap too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same... Every time you see a, a gunshot wound or a stabbing or whatever, you know, on, on the on the news, there's an ambulance involved with that, no matter what. So, I guess the moral of this story is Mr. de Blasio needs to get his hair, head out of his rear end, and uh, maybe he needs to ride a few times with, uh, with EMS and see what really goes on there. I think that'd be a grand idea. Yeah, I think... Uh, that'd be a good idea for a lot of folks in a lot of different places. Stand by for a brief message, folks. I'm
0: gonna throw a quick shout out for Kevin's podcast show. Kevin's a buddy of my partner and a fine feller. I need to meet him in person sometime. You
1: have you, you met
0: him, him in at the him? hospital? Okay, well, you know, I was probably tired or something. <laughs> You've slept <I'm>, since then. <laughs> I have not enough, but I have. But he is a fine feller with a show that is entertaining and funny and insightful and i learned so much from it and i'm really really trying to figure out who this unknown redneck is so i'm gonna keep listening y'all tune in enjoy it
1: well folks that wraps up this week's episode of the shift Inter podcast i'm gonna thank my special guest morton for being with me again hope all of y'all uh, stay safe out there and uh, come see us next week see you